existence. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Radiant Black Podcast. This is a podcast focused on all things Massiverse, and eventually a podcast where you'll be in debt because let's be let's face it, like everybody involved with Radiant Black eventually goes in debt, and uh, those variants aren't helping Kyle. So today I'm joined by my friends and my fellow co-hosts Addie, Charlie, and Matt. How are you guys today? Doing good. Very excited to get into this. Issue 20 was awesome. Been waiting for it for a long time. And uh, we have some cool announcements to go over, too. How about you guys? Yeah, yeah, doing pretty good. Um, fresh off of uh, wa- watching Av- Avatar this weekend. I had a great time uh, doing that and then had some, yeah, had some crazy announcements this week. And uh, that was kind of completely unexpected going into the holidays um going to portugal next week so excited for that um but was excited to kind of ha- hammer this review out uh before i could go on this because yeah a couple of awesome issues to talk about and super excited for it yeah it was a wild time um i don't know to say my uh my head's kind of in the clouds after uh those italian stereotypes in this marshall school of business it was just fantastic no as someone who has italian family it was really funny like i don't know it was a, it was a little it did kind of piss me off a bit because they are kind of the only stereotypes that are kosher like you couldn't have done that with like the yakuza or anybody but i did like the twist at the end and it, it is an italian shitting on himself but you know it's there's a lot of stereotypes and the and the I think like the thing was what was the moral of that stereotypes are right sometimes I don't know it's kind of gross anyways <laughs> I did enjoy a lot of it and I was just saying like I've never tell me that is like the worst any group has gotten it in the series but yeah uh whatever I'm obviously my head in the class but yeah we're gonna talk radiant black radiant pink and who knows what else so uh yeah I, I, that's that's what I'm most sour about and you guys know that but yeah there we go that's me that's my intro <laughs> love it love it you got to get that off your chest that's that's important for sure as a a half warm-blooded half italian you know i sometimes 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 the 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 pizza dough rises to the dom i'm not going to throw more stereotypes in the pile we definitely hit a surplus this year and uh yeah anyways if we need another one with a lot of italian stereotypes what you're saying is sometimes good sometimes shit (laughs) what we're saying (laughs) is uh yeah basically yeah i'm i'm here in my wife beater in my hairy arms just so pissed off right now Alrighty. So today, today we're actually going to talk about Radiant Black, Radiant Pink, and the Giant Goddamn Robot. That is the title of this issue, issue number 20. Uh, writer Kyle Higgins, artist Marcelo Costa, color assistant Rod Fernandez, letter Rebecca Carey. And uh, we've got some some really cool covers for this one. I don't know. I mean, I know you guys have seen it. Obviously, we talked about it. But those awesome uh, uh, covers, uh, Spawn covers they did, because we've had the Image Comics, you know, the... Uh, month where they themed all these variants after spawn for all the books including they've been doing it for dc because of the whole uh batman spawn uh the new book so those there's a there's a cover by jonathan G- uh, glapian with spawn and radiant black and it's just gorgeous truly one of the nicest massiverse covers i've ever seen which is a cliche at this point because we say this every episode and then there's another cover by the incredible marcelo costa such a colorful uh vibrant beautiful spawn cover i mean i picked up both did you guys get any yeah. of these actually mine literally just showed up like in my mailbox an hour ago i i just got the Mar- marcelo one though 
uh, for now. But that, yeah, the Glapion one, it's actually my, yeah, it's my lock screen right now. Just looks so awesome. But I, I don't know. There's so many covers that are thrown at us. Sometimes one or two kind of like slip under my belt. But even this like this cover C with the huge robot, I think it's done by Justin Mason. I think it is. But yeah, it's the huge robot just destroying through the town. That one, that one kind of went under my radar. But might have to pick that yeah. one up. That one's that cool. one's yeah. yeah. As colors it's, by D. Kniff, and it's yeah, it's awesome. Sorry, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I was just saying it's it's more covers than a karaoke bar. Uh, with the with with the the spawn like the the uh, Christmas of spawn, you know, holiday season of spawn has been pretty sweet. I didn't grab any, but I think I can probably still snag a few just because like there's probably a ton, and none of them were ratios, right? The spawn cover? No, nope. Open no. order. That's that's what makes it even not. more seducing. Yeah. Basically, yeah. what they're saying is you'll be in debt. I want them all, yes. man. They're all so cool, especially the Rogue Sun one. I think that one is one of my favorites. Dude, the Rogue Sun? Oh, my God. Dude, I almost missed the pre-order on that, and I I, I literally, like, yeah, sprinted, design, sprinted yeah. home yeah, to, to get the order. In. Yeah, <laughs> and the Dead Lucky one is a banger as well. Yeah. Like, oh, my Dead God. Dead Lucky has the best fusion of the two, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. And I, I, I was just like... Once I saw that dead lucky one, I was like, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was that ball. was crazy. Yeah. Did didn't um correct Pretty me if I'm wrong, but Igor, Igor did the colors on the Rogue Sun variant, right? I think so. I I believe so. I I think I heard that, but I just want like, wanted to point out like it was very like if he did do it like it was very like unique to him like i'm just so used to like very vibrant colors all the time from him but i i loved what he did with that cover like it was kind of just more like fitting to rogue sun's uh kind of art artwork but i love that yeah speaking of igor monty uh if you like igor monty stay tuned with the podcast because there might be a little something soon i've said too much already uh anyway ready black 20 you're like pursued on the Discord. Not sure if I can say this, but here's something really cool that you're all gonna be like drooling over. That's how I feel every time I want to tweet about like a new issue of Radiant Black because, and this is why I genuinely like we don't tweet much about the issues. We talk about it more obviously on the podcast because like sometimes I want to be like I want to tweet a picture from the issue of something legendary happening, but then I'm like I, I would feel horrible if I like ruined this moment for mm-hmm. someone. And then I'm like, yeah, but most of the followers, you know, they're they're like they keep up with it, and we usually wait a few days anyway. But then I was like, what if someone like, you know, like like what if you like put the picture of like reading black in existence, you know, and you re- like a million people retweet it, not a million, you know, gets circulated around, like you get like you know 20, 30 retweets, and then someone who doesn't know the series like sees like a big spoiler moment. I would, I personally feel bad. I know I know it's not that big a deal. They'd probably forget, but. I just you don't want to be the person that personally whispers that Bruce Willis has exactly. been dead the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But that first page, I, I was safe this week because that first page was in the 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 preview, you know, when the, the when the issue was being solicited before uh, FOC. Mm. So I took that amazing first page in Sao Paulo, Brazil, with that giant goddamn robot, and I posted it on Twitter, and that was the page I think people it resonated with a lot of people. Uh, real quick, did you guys think the robot was gonna be this fucking big? Because it's huge. Uh, no, I didn't think it was gonna be that big. I, I mean, yeah, it's massive. Yeah, it's, a big, it's like it's a big boy. Yeah, big boy. I, I I was very impressed with how like they portrayed it and how like I don't know like they're just so good at making the things like, look on such a big yeah. scale. Yeah, it's the angles like even like kind of like the first time he sees the robot. That's kind of like the it, discs at them. Like, like the oh first time God. he sees the existence robot, is he kind of not like in that kind of. He's in the lighting like and the perspective, like, that, like looking, yeah, he's kind of like looking up like that, but just kind of had a different, different robot this time. Um, but no, think, it, it was very impressive, very impressive. Do you think they transformed anything? 
I don't know. I bet they like. I don't know if they transform, but I think I bet like if you told me that like they in like Power Rangers, like each of the colors and their respective robots can yeah. come together to form like one big yeah you know, the Megazord yeah, stuff. Yeah, the yeah. Megazord. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it did transform into a robot. It was like a big rock at first, right? It's true. Like yeah. the chest just looks like it's part of something. You know what I mean? Like well, the chest. I, yeah, yeah. Do you guys think that like? What if uh, this is probably not the case, but like assuming that like they, okay, sorry, let me gather my thoughts. So in the same way that they have their own respective robots, some of them the radiance. So we've seen radiant yellow, for example. No, sorry, radiant red, uh, for example, and radiant yellow. Yeah, radiant yellow, radiant red, and radiant black. The only one we haven't seen with their own robot is uh, pink, which she'll <laughs> mentioned a few times this issue. So do you think like this robot could be someone else's like robot? Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Like the same yeah. way that yeah yeah because like, like a different radiance robot yeah 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 or I like think, maybe prototype I version. I think just I think just from what we've seen in Radiant Black Seven, I think there was a bunch of them. Was there not? Yep. I yeah. think yeah I think army. there was a yeah I think there was a few, but I I'm thinking kind of in that case I I I'm thinking like they're kind of searching for these radiance like maybe because they're kind of an anomaly like there's only like they're kind of a four off like I don't know I'm curious like we learned like this thing's charged by a power core which we saw back in Radiant Black 18 um why Wendell charged his robot with a power core as well I don't know if it's kind of the exact same one um or like the same stuff but it, we're seeing a lot of similarities and yeah it's i i honestly have no idea like so many that's, possibilities that's they could exactly be, what i was thinking yeah. yeah they could be like from the same planet right and that's where the radiance came from like there is a connection between them and the radiance like they make me think of like the engineers you know? from prometheans yeah, yeah it could be the energon yeah. stuff yeah, them, yeah. you know so it, there's stuff like that. Like there's definitely a connection, knowing that it knows what the radiants are and absorb the power. These could be these could be weapons built by an even more ancient civilization to control the radiants and, and combat them. But and they're the, like a lower class, right? Because they all hmm. look the same. And when I say lower class, I mean like military, like that. Now you know, don't don't make it controversial, ladies and gentlemen. But like yeah, they look like a pawn slash military like subclass because they have the same look. They look armed. They look like they're fighters. Does that dispensable? You know, yeah, you'll exactly. put them on the front line in a war. They're gonna exactly. go out first. Yeah, and but they also had that whole aesthetic of like the core being at the center of their chest kind of thing. So I find that interesting. I think that like that uh, that uh, motif, you know, that we see over and over. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was super neat. I, I this uh, this really gave me vibes of the last time actually we saw we saw these like robots in, in this form like back in Radiant Black Seven, kind of like when they were fighting. Uh, like zero zero one, kind of like that first page was just that kind of that stare down. And then they kind of get into a fight where we see kind of just showcases new powers and like a bunch of new stuff and just kind of showing the team dynamics. So this kind of reminded me of that in a way. Um, hmm. But I just I love this love this action Dude, pack. You this, you'll appreciate like, this, this, Charlie. You, you know that that page because like so the first page obviously him standing showing off his size and then he shoots at them the brian 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 and then right yeah. under that page you see the first panel a sideways view of his arm and the two pieces are floating doesn't that yeah. remind you of mercy from young justice like when her arm would open yes 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 no that love it. yeah no that's awesome i i do love that and and i i think we like we mentioned this last time they were gonna have uh 
like we, we kind of expected this this robot to have some anti-radiant technology like mm-hmm. stuff that would just be kind of effective versus these guys um but it was just cool to see how powerful it was and um, like his bullets didn't damage himself but um I, I i love the display really i think the highlight of this fight was definitely eva here uh kind of putting on the display with these portals really well, you guys pretty good with these portals gorgeous i love that the, the background is like this green blur to convey like how fast she's moving you know what i mean i just thought that was such a nice little touch yeah, yeah. really beautiful pace. i i do love the pacing of this issue one thing i don't want us to neglect is like the best title for a comic issue i've read this year uh, a giant goddamn robot <laughs> goddamn, i yeah. think that could be a clean uh, very fitting. it could be funny could be a hint as well maybe he's a goddamn robot maybe they have gods maybe they have monotheistic religion and he this is a, a this is, robot this is what kyle redeemed. does to us man this is what kyle does to us. I, I, do you guys remember and you guys thought i was crazy do you guys remember when i told you like when i was buying the the poster at c2e2 like when i wasn't there but i was at the whatnot trying to buy the c2e2 poster because i couldn't attend and then I asked Kyle because he had the cutouts. I was like, Kyle, who is that? And then he was like, Oh, that's no one. And do you remember? I went right away to Discord. Yeah, I was like, Guys, yeah, guys, yeah. you said that's no one. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think that's his name? Do you think that's his actual name? Yeah. Because like, like he <laughs> said it with such conviction. Yeah. He's like, He's like, Oh, that's no one. And I'm like, Oh my god. I think I think it's like 001 or some shit. We had like our own <laughs> conspiracy theories and shit like that. So, so Kyle's got us like second guessing everything, including like reality. At the They've got custom time. emojis. There's no stopping Basoodle. <laughs> so they just drop these like random emojis with a dash in the circle. Like <laughs> what? And like they've, yeah. pl- they've planned all this shit so well. Like we talk about how in the panel later on and we have Wendell looking like Charlie with all the connected dots. But Kyle and and co are the ones that really who we don't know what this is. He's got podcasts. They'll be like a, he'll be like a Hallmark Christmas movie next year. Who even knows what we're getting? It's it's wild. It's true. No, I, I I love that like Eva just dumped the robot into the water as if like that was gonna harm a robot who came from space. You know, what I mean? like, like oh yeah, that's that's my favorite that, Eva that, moment. That dealt with me. Yeah, and then my favorite moment is like right, it's like that moment right before she leaves. That little like her sticking her head out of the floor yeah. and it's like splash. That's yeah. Bugs Bunny fuck right there. That was good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Big funny. That was good. And even like the whole rig is that he comes out of the little rabbit hole and stuff like that when he's not going to Albuquerque. It's just it just works. So 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 how long did it take you to recover your jaw from the floor after seeing this next page and the way they intricately yet beautifully Set, oh, so uh, good. Portrayed how I was Wendell, not expecting yeah. to see this dude, kind of stuff in this issue. Dude, yeah. dude, this is yeah. like one of the coolest panel usages I've seen so far in uh, in the in the entire series. I just love the way it's done. I love the glitchy the out of place. Uh, yeah. yeah, the vertical lines. Oh, like Beautiful. we're seeing something we shouldn't be as well. Just like Wendell, it's so good. It's so good. No, it truly like this is wow. Like I, I'm yeah. speechless. Truly. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, just yeah, looking back, yeah, there's freaking yeah, there's a lot of those giant goddamn robots, freaking yeah. And, and then that ready to attack. Him but... sitting like Rain Man in the chair, dude. That yes, thing? yes. Oh uh, my yeah, god, no, that was. If that we was reprint very... this issue, I'd love that. To see that should be the cover, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Nailed it on the head. The god tier, radiant. Yeah, and someone made a wish with eight billion genies, and we are getting reprints back, not for this series yet, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully uh, in the future, because this series deserves it. God, those were the glory days. Well, I mean, yeah. we're still in the glory days, but I remember the golden age of Radiant Black when we'd be getting these awesome variants, like, dude, it's the conquest fight. It's like, I know, and like, you know, but still, I mean, you know. I literally had a friend, uh, shout out Lefteros uh, Comics, awesome guy. Check him out on Instagram if you're doing just amazing uh, comic book content analysis, all of the above. And he actually just tagged me. Or he just like you know tagged me in our in our uh, uh, t- 
Telegram chat, and he was like, look what I just picked up. He had, like, five copies of Radiant Black number seven second print. Like, literally five copies or something. And I was like, damn, damn. Like, I'm so – that's just beautiful to see, you know? I just spotted a nowhere symbol on the page with, with that page we're talking about with Wendell looking at the at the facing. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. I see at it. At the, the bottom, paper, right? Yeah, yeah. Paper, yeah. yeah. Yep. So he's tracking that's, no one. There's actually two. There's actually two. Yeah. There's another one on the, the one to the left of it as well. Yeah, but there's, out. like, a slash through it. So maybe yeah. that could be a reference to 001. There's got to be some connection. I, there's the vertical line on Guy and then the slash and the whatever. So even if they're not connected, it's kind of weird. Maybe it's just the tech kind of looks like that in some ways. But I think that's an interesting thing to notice. You guys, no, no, you guys know the meme with from um with Charlie Day. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's what Wendell's <laughs> going through right now. Basically, yeah. He needs uh, help. I think we have to keep an eye on these photos though, because this could very well be like Times Square or whatever the equivalent in Tokyo, where we yes, saw yeah. all these previews, right? So keep your eyes peeled. Any any yeah. idea what MK means? It's the At bank. The top it's right. The bank. Yeah, oh, and MK also bank. the initials of my ex, which pop up in this book too many times. So. <laughs> I, I, I'm really like, do you guys notice that? I, I, maybe it's an error. Maybe it's just the way I'm looking at it. But like 001, his image is in the background. Do you see mm. him? Yeah. And yeah, and he doesn't have any of the strands connected to him. Isn't that isn't that interesting? Well, he's behind the yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, the Tokyo so thing, it, but yeah, it, no it, specific it strands, right? you're right it could be that where it's like that i guess that means yeah it's a part of me that's true that's that's still yeah no i like that my question is who's the figure directly below the chair directly beneath him it's like a hooded figure i can't tell um the one like on the left beneath him oh one sec uh yeah like right there's like a rope dangling it has like a bit of green right yeah to the right of his i think i want to say that's mecca yeah i feel yeah good yeah i feel like i think that's a safe bet we've also got the bar too oh he's a picture colliding i didn't even notice that yeah the radiance that kind of oh, looked like the orville ship with the way the lightings are but yeah like the din neru ferrore sequence yeah. yo we need to go through this like in very very like slow motion i mean best buy is involved this doesn't <laughs> this goes pretty high up dude how, best does buy best is involved. Buy, how does best buy connect to real world though and then real world leads to ghost gold cross which leads to embers what <laughs> well marshall's probably going with that mafia guy to go do heists on them to get their, their dvds <laughs> who knows man, but yeah this is, this is nuts man this is actually like i, I didn't That's look hilarious. at it. oh my god and they have the they have the picture with the dead lucky yep. yeah like they have a picture yeah. with Times square and like with all the fucking oh my billboards god and then japan yeah. oh my god this is yeah, shout out to Costa for this page because like that's a lot of specific locations you're drawing, a lot of stuff that you're being asked of. Like I'd be look, I'd be going insane just trying to do that. It, it's mm-hmm. been done perfectly, and I think this is a very important page that we're going to be looking back on, just like the panel before. Because the time travel element on top of this already complex story is interesting, and it looks like all paths lead to Ward, despite what Wendell's been trying to do. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It, it's so much bigger than when they show you, because like you, the next the next page shows you like the full room, and you're like, okay, <laughs> like, this is. When you're living in that, on uh, all that four walls, go. yeah, no, but everything leads to war. Like all paths lead to war, though, and that's to me, yeah. that's the most well, interesting. That's, thing. that's what it's trying to do, right? It's trying to find a way out of this. Yeah, yeah except yeah. one, except one. But more importantly, all paths lead to corn. You know, as we get new metal, it's going to be one. Did you guys, did you guys yeah. realize that these people in the, uh, in the, in the news, these are like real Brazilian news reporters. Like oh, Marcelo, nice yeah, Marcelo and Eduardo were were talking about it. They they were they were tweeting it in Portuguese. So like I, I you know, I, I translated it and it was rough translation, so it wasn't perfect. But like they did link the Instagram pages to these respective people. So these are real That's reports. Cool. And cool. I thought, yeah, I thought that was really cool. That's cool. 
It'd be or, sweet if Brazilian people would have him on, like the people that he had on here, just to like, talk about Radiant Black, because like it's a major guy, book. The bald guy has like two hundred thousand followers or something, so he's like a huge, yeah, he's like a big like person in Brazil, like 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 I think I think even one of our uh, uh, Brazilian uh, uh, listeners, as well as like members of the community, I I, I don't want to pronounce his name wrong, but uh, he I think he also pointed that out, and then he also uh, I think it's. Akele Antonio Akele I'm so, I'm, I'm sorry Aquela I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that let me know how, how it is pronounced and, how dare and, you Antonino Antonino Akele Antonino I think that's his name on on Discord but he uh, he's uh he's one of our Brazilian uh, members of the community listeners view and he's you know he's just an amazing guy he has his own pod I think where he talks about other pop culture stuff that's really good and he's done some interviews with Melissa and everything, so check that out. Oh, nice. And yeah, he, he he he. I think he pointed this out as well. And he also said, and he pointed out that uh, this is a little bit of a tra- tangent, so I apologize. But it was Marcelo's Costa's birthday like a day or two ago, and his partner sent him like a a radiant black cake. It was really cute. I don't know if you guys saw it. Yes, uh, yes, I yeah, did yeah, see that. Just, yeah, just really cool. So if you haven't seen that, check it out. It's just super adorable, very wholesome, and uh, yeah, just overall. Awesome. And if you make someone a radiant red cake, include a nail file. Just, just a reminder. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, back to Lockport, Illinois, um, from Indiana in the next one. Uh, so we see Nathan's freaking out. And I just want to point out, Marshall would have a profile picture where it's Orson. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to get the brownie points, you know what I'm saying? It might be straight up a little bit. Not quite as animated, but yeah. I, lo- I love that. I-, I just find that so martial, though. But he's like, Brazilian robots? Are you okay? Where are you? And he's just like, come on. And then you see his face sticking out of the, 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 the house window, Marshall's house window. And he's like, I'm at the house. Where are you? And they just portal in. And that's where Eva sees Nathan just, you know, out the window, just gawking at them. for the fir- And that's when they meet for the first time. And he's like, oh, hey, Eva, Nathan, hey, Nathan, Eva. I, I, I love that little moment. I know some people said that the comedy was a bit much in this issue, but honestly, personally, I, I, I love it. I love it. That's definitely risky after Guardians of the Galaxy and James Gunn just, like, introduced the world to comedy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, like, it really has <laughs> been a thing <laughs> stuff where a lot of people do sound the same. I, I enjoy it. It's comedy subjective as well, right? So, like, a lot of the yep. jokes landed for me. But, yeah, I can see it's a risk, but I don't think that we've reached anywhere near critical mass yet. Yeah, some people yeah. take this shit too seriously. Like every issue of every comic, whether it's massive or so not, has to be like you know Alan Moore, like uh, like you know <laughs> like revolutionary, like changing the game. And yeah. I'm like yo, like this comics, just enjoy it. You know we'll get those, but they don't. It's not every day. And a lot of the mentality yeah. of people around 30s is like, yeah, this is okay. I mean, this is totally fucked, but I mean, I'll joke about it and pretend it is fine. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like, that's a lot. That is, a, there is a lot of that going around. So, oh, 100%. But you guys knew, like, earlier on the issue, I feel like we all knew, like, foreshadowing that the robot was going to return. So just seeing this, like, yeah, I think I think it's safe to say we're all Godzilla fans on this podcast. I know Matt loves yeah. Godzilla, so like this is pure like Godzilla, like like, like straight oh, up. Yeah. This, is, this is Godzilla, like, yes. this is, like straight Godzilla right here. So or it's kaiju, like it's or kaiju exactly, yeah. But but you you get it, like it's just beautiful. Like this is the kind of like boom, boom. you know what I mean? Like it, it just the vibes were there. Yeah. And I was I was sweating, like legitimately sweating in real life at this point of the issue because once I saw that panel highlighting that we were back at Amber's, I was like, no, please, please, Kyle, please don't, don't like collapse four, four different levels of building on him again. <laughs> like I just kept thinking they were going to do that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I was, ner- I was nervous. 
Yeah, so yeah, we do have a new bar. Sorry, Charlie, what were you saying? I guess I was just saying you gotta stay weary when you're around there. Just gotta just gotta kinda just uh second guess everything and just uh I guess uh I don't know, just make sure nothing happens when with the roof and uh and you'll be good. Yeah, but no, is... this no, no, go ahead. I was gonna say there's a lot of housekeeping that we have to do, right? Because there's a lot of characters that don't quite know information and stuff like that. And like I, you know, it's good to remind us that hey, like Eva hasn't even been to existence yet and stuff like that. So like you know that could happen potentially even in her own series. You know, I feel like that maybe is a tease and it just sets us up, you know, and reminds us that. Also, I do want to say the rent, like the drawings of these basketball players is really good. Like yeah, there's no I, like, I'm, I'm like a hundred percent sure. I'm 100% sure that's like a Chicago team or something. That, it says like, Iowa. That, I think it's Iowa. Oh, the other one it was good, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm pretty sure, like, this is... And we go to Iowa they're, later. They're, real, they're probably real players, like, if we look this up, right? Like, I, at this point. But I just want to say, I really appreciate... Maybe maybe this is just me, but mm. I really appreciate that he conveys these characters, like... It's not monotonous dialogue in the sense, or it's not a dialogue where they all sound like it's the same character or like this, you know what I mean? The same voice. It actually, you could tell Eva is a younger character because she's impatient. You know what I mean? And she's, she's, she's sassy. She has that like teenage sass. Or she says, Dare like, I say I'm entitled? Yeah. Dare I say yeah, yeah. entitled? Yeah, a little bit of entitled. Let's, let's say, not all young I'm people, sorry. hashtag not all. I'm sorry, can I just say this has totally not turned out equal? You got capes and blasty powers, and Satomi can turn into a mecha god. Now you get a now you get to share too. I'm literally on stream trying to be in two places at once. How amazing is it? So, so I just thought that was really funny. I love that Eva had her moments like that in this issue. And um, yeah, she's got I the just, ultimate date power though. Ultimate date power. Yeah. I can take you anywhere. Like Looper, we're going to the friggin' Sphinx for a date. You know, stuff like that. So she's got that. Might not have mechs and stuff like that, but she also hasn't had her friend die or been to prison. So she does have that over Pink and Radiant Black right now. And she's for all the yeah, like for like a power up, right? Because we've mm-hmm. seen, we've Dude, seen she's gonna get a robot. In this yes. series, oh yeah, right? yeah, for sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. She still hasn't met hers. Absolutely. The robot will probably save her from that. Like, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the yeah, I think we all we all believe that she'll get a robot. I at least hope it. And I just want to say that for all you continuity buffs, here it is. I don't know. She says verbatim. I don't know what that means, but cool. I think it definitely, uh, I think, and definitely still jealous. Like this huge charity team I've got coming up, I would be, it would be so much easier if I could have a double. So the Radiant Pink number one takes place shortly after this arc, or at least this issue, because uh, we see the charity stream and her friend Maddie uh, trying to facilitate the whole stream and everything. Yeah, so, in pink one. Yep. So, uh, the, uh, you know, uh, we've got a problem again. Giant robot spotted this time in Wisconsin. So, you know, they said they dropped it in the water, but it didn't seem to help. No shit. So now they're back at. Uh, so now they're going to Port Washington, Wisconsin, where it's a whole mess. But uh, I will say, I'm just a relief that's not uh, the embers this time. Yeah. You, just... you say that the water didn't affect it, but I did notice that they had uh, the people that work for Morrow. They had a gigantic bowl of rice, like right off panel. No, I'm just kidding. That's a really shitty joke. But yeah, no. Also, <laughs> I I would bet my life that Eva, like even though there's a great draft menu, I don't think Eva drinks that much beer. I think she's maybe a vodka lover. I drink. I don't drink that much beer anymore. Yeah, I'm just saying. I she does not come across to me as the target demo for beer. Is she even yeah, of no. age? Like, is she, right do we that. have an age? She's in the bar. That's true. That's true. And her girlfriend is going to college, so I would assume That's true. so. She's probably unless, unless Z is like Seth Rogen in Pineapple Express. <laughs> so yeah. So she's so scratch what I said, but she's not a teenager. She's probably like a young woman, like in her twenties. Yeah. She's probably like 21, 22. Yeah. 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 
She's 21 and savage, I gotta say. No, okay. <laughs> no, we're not no, she's Man, this suit, I, I, this suit up moment on this next page mm-hmm. was that was was yeah. awesome. Like he, yeah. he definitely took his time with this one. This one this one really looked just perfect. Like they kind of just gave the space on that page for it and it, yeah. Really looked awesome. Led into an awesome fight too. Kind of just yeah. fucking get gets a sword out of nowhere. Like th- this was so cool. Like I was like, what the fuck? Like sh- like shunk like an energy blade comes out of this giant robot's hand, and then yeah, some some awesome fight comes down. But I was just like, what else can this thing do? I'm like holy crap! No, it's true. Space. <laughs> how is space going to hurt it? <laughs> I love how Eva's the voice. Uh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. That was... Like, Eva is the voice of reason amongst these like seasoned adults who read comic books and all this shit. Like I just find that hilarious. I want a meme of that panel of when when Nathan's yelling, guys, like it's almost like the meme of like it's coming, get ready with like the hurricane and the guy turns away, the tornado or whatever. Like I I, I dig it. And the face, it does kind of remind me of um Nathan's face from um um what you call it? Oblivion Song. A little bit of Oblivion right. Song vibes. Not a ton, but yeah. I like yeah. I like that like last minute they escaped and they realized okay we gotta wreck it but uh, you know we have to go somewhere where we won't destroy it I appreciate that you know after Man of Steel I think I think all uh, pop culture writers uh, have been uh, taking this into account in some sort of fashion <laughs> so this is interesting this is the moment I want to discuss the most actually right corn? here is the yes the uh, corn and Iowa so. Yeah, what do you guys think? I think it, it's funny. It's interesting. What are your guys' thoughts? You're, uh, you guys, new metal no, fans? I, 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 I loved it. I thought I, I, I thought it was, it just took me back a little bit to like a younger, uh, is this, a younger part. Yeah. Is it supposed to show that Marshall is not a metalhead? Because Slipknot is who I think of when I think of metal bands from Iowa. They have a song called Iowa, and Eric Andre taught me, and I'll never forget, the corner from Bakersfield. So maybe it's because there is corn, he's making the corn joke, but I feel like this yeah. portrays to me that he doesn't know shit about new metal and he's like a slipknot fan or maybe i don't know shit about metal and half of corn is from <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah i I, I will say me personally i'm not a metal fan this one went right over my head yeah, i was I, so so i i appreciate i appreciate this insight because i was like what the heck is like <laughs> i was like Can't what is he about talking about? but i can tell you but about no. monkey head fieldy and the rest i, I, I so I appreciate that. I, I really do. But no, this was an awesome panel, too. Kind of just splitting through two panels. Uh, yeah, no, I lo- love the way they did that. Yeah, and I like the idea of, um, you know, you're screwed when, like, Nathan says to Marshall, like, you you know how to control this more. When Marshall's the most in control in the situation, you know, you know it's troublesome. <laughs> yep, yep. That's, Nathan uh... probably still scared to die again, or, like, almost die, you know? He's yeah. not going to gonna go all out just yet need to ease and he's distracted he's got jj to think of you know he's not over the jj thing but don't forget this breakup recently happened he came back from death like people aren't settled in this stuff like life is is hell for the for a lot of these people and nathan's like "Mm, i got something to go back to maybe i still got that book to write too (laughs) well well, that's one one way (laughs) yeah we've always got books to write they're also just like not hurting the robot and that must be like yeah a bit of an ego uh you know it hurts yeah. their ego a bit because like they've they've basically been able to, to we need a ringer everything. yeah i do like this little panel where where nathan's just yelling hey i'm fresh let me take a swing and and then you know um eva interrupts and she's like also i've got another idea brb just see her head sticking out of the portal I, I love those little moments she goes to cook county illinois to see our favorite uh one of our favorite radiants satomi red is uh, new S- orange Yep, yes. Satomi is in jail, and obviously following the events of Radiant Red, and that's where you, you know we see that Satomi actually like 
she's taking this very seriously because even when when Eva tells her, okay, let's go, we need your help to fight a robot, she's just like, I can't just leave, you know? And that's where where Pink is like, seriously? But, that shows um, how badly she feels about her actions. Like, she could escape at any fucking time, but she's yep. serving her yeah. her sentence. This shows, like, you know, she might be angry, but it's like she, uh, she's taking full responsibility for her actions and even friggin' Owen's screw-ups, too. So she's paying her dues. I'm still yeah. wondering where the hell is Owen. And we, I mentioned it last time, like, there's no way he gets out of this scot-free, but... Yeah, that's somehow, a good point. I, somehow I haven't he thought is. of I haven't thought about that guy money, in a while. Right? I haven't thought about that guy in a bit. Um, but yeah, no, that's a good point. Jesse. <laughs> um, I actually did, I actually did quickly want to make this point before we skip too far ahead, and I don't know if I kind of took this out of context, but going right back when they first kind of got in the cornfield, and um, like Eva says to Nathan, like they get out of the portal. I seriously don't know how you haven't killed him yet. Like him just kind of flying off to, uh, he'd hate existence. Too much truth, and she kind of says what. Did you guys take that as a pure joke or like I, I kind of took that in like a dark humor kind of way, like maybe like was Nathan in existence, like maybe like like time goes differently there. How like who knows how long he was there for? Um, so like, I don't know. That just made me think like kind of rethink his motives almost. I, I don't know if that was just a straight up joke or what, but. I, I feel know. like it's a dark th- joke. Like people, you know, really well, it's like, no, that wouldn't hurt him. It's like there is a bit of truth to that. It's too, like even too much truth. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and also yeah, we're maybe. talking about existence a lot. And Eva's saying what? Like, I feel like Eva's definitely going to existence in her series. In pain, I think in it's a foreshadow. Hundred percent. I think it's a foreshadow. Yeah, that she's gonna go there and experience it for herself. Yeah, well, no, but she has like a YouTube. You go on YouTube and you see live streaming from existence at nine <laughs> o'clock tonight or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And the crack already. Like, it shows they've tried everything. Like, they gave it a lot. And even, like, at the beginning when we saw the bullets getting launched back at him, like, they're pretty organized. And even with working together, you kind of get the gotta get the whole team together, Sans Wendell, to do this when we get Red. Who Red looks like a friggin' beast in this. And, like, Red is the heavy hitter when you she need does. muscle. Yeah. She just beats the, like, kneecaps this dude. Friggin' Yeah, that, that was fucking awesome. Bro. Yeah, that, that's what I wanted to say is, like, Red is the really strong powerhouse here because she's the one who ends up doing, the like, the majority of the damage to the point where I honestly feel like without Red's assistance, like, like even though she kind of needs them in, in a sense because she, you see her put her hand on, on uh, Radiant Black and suck the power, basically get a power up. Um, for her her mech armor, get that me- the Hulkbuster mode basically, uh, and uh, uh, he gets his he triggers his cape mode when he when she does that. So I thought that that first of all that was really cool. I I love that. And then I thought the page where you just see her just launch into the air, but also just seeing all the radiance together again. I feel like that's something we've all been looking forward to for a really long time now, and to see them all again. I know Radiant is not there, but you know. Like what I can get, yeah. just to see everybody here again fighting using their respective powers. It was such a delight. It was really it just genuinely made me so yeah. happy. And yeah, your question: Red is powerful. Like she's scary powerful. My question to you guys is: What the hell's happening here? Like when Marshall loses the ability to turn into Radiant here, like does it does can this absorb the Radiant through the beams that it shoots at the robot? Is that what happened here? Because he shoots at the robot, passes it back when Nathan has it, then he passes it back to Marshall, and he can't power up. And Satomi has to like grab the Radiant manually, basically, and like throw it to them. And then like I a think, hey, kick. I think maybe these robots were originally created to fight the Radiants, kind of like uh, Mecha. Remember how Mecha broke through Marshall's mm. like. Um, yeah. Like energy or whatever. I think these robots are kind of the same thing. Yeah. They have this sort of just anti-radiant technology. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just their 
Yeah. No, but it, no, it was super cool. But I, I loved, I loved the spotlight on Satomi in this one. And yeah, the Hulkbuster, like it kind of like it, it shows the size. Like it's not like super big, but it just shows how freaking powerful it is. Just, just tearing this thing apart. But no, it was awesome team dynamics here. And I, I love what they did with the, with the robot too. And it's re- really got a kick out of me. I'm always here for Meg Shido, and she just beat the shit out of everything. No, like, it's, I love it. Like, let's not pull any punches, and it's a robot. Like, she has a lot of anger, and this is something, as far as you know, I mean, it could be sentient life. We don't know what the consciousness thing is like. Maybe let's let, leave that alone. Like, Star Trek, Star Wars probably shit with the droids, because it's not very interesting. Uh, no, but, like, this, she deserves to get her anger out. She beats the shit out of this, and she's a hero, and she goes back to prison. So it's like, what a, what a so, great so, so he mentions that line, right, when he says, I think Satomi hit its power core, whatever that is. I think mm. that's, like, important. Like that, they yeah. put that there yeah. specifically. So, that could be where it contains the radiant. Yeah, too, yeah, right? it contains yeah. the radiant, or yeah, like that's that's their weak spot, right. whatever. Yeah, you, you, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I think that's something might have been a small revelation there. Um, I, I, I do. It just like I said, it's just nice to see all of these people in the same panel again. Um, and then she teleports all the stuff away. So no Iron Giant today. Hopefully those went to. Uh, <laughs> hopefully they went to a volcano or something. But, I, I, do you like that? Did you like that Satomi turn? to even was like take me back yeah did you uh, think definitely expect you think she sure. wasn't yeah did you expect that i guess i think so i yeah. think so just the way she was before like so persi- like she's like oh i can't leave like just kind of the way she was at first i think she yeah she just really wants to serve her sentence or i think i think maybe there'll be some bigger stakes coming along that will force <laughs> her to actually come out and they'll give her the pardon to come out and fight yeah. Um, but I, 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 I remember. Who knows? Yeah, I messaged you guys. I messaged you guys right after the I read this, and you guys read that, and I, I told you I was like, "Do you guys think that like she went to the warden and was like, look, I need to go help them?' Or I don't do you think, think so. I don't do think, think so. Not this time. Okay, okay. And if that's the case, if that's the case, yeah. My question is like, do you think she's gonna have a problem? Like, is there going to be consequences for this? Because clearly. They're like mm. let let let's see let's see the, yeah. maybe maybe they 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 they're, they've thought this through because they were already at Iowa which is isolated um when Radiant Red came out so I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe no one will report on it that Red yeah nobody there. might not report maybe if someone has like Morrow has like a satellite or something they could like see it they could see it from above you know because it was just like like a big disturbance in the area mm. but I don't think any normal any normal like human beings saw that because the whole intention behind going there was to to go somewhere that's isolated. So my only question is like, do you think Satomi's got, like, do you think someone's going to realize that Satomi um, left or do you think maybe Radiant Pink did some like, Two places at once, bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I think really they know, know she left. I think we'll get a yeah. scene in the future potentially if it's it's out that Red was out of prison. I can see a guard or a warden like, yeah. So apparently, Red and Red was spotted out there, and it's like, oh well, good thing, uh, good thing she dealt with whatever she needed to do and went back home or something like that. You know what I mean? Like there could be a scene yeah. of like hey, respect. Like Just I can't turn back. a blind eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think cool. someone That'd can use cool. it to like blackmail her. And the next issue is called blackmail. Yeah. Is it not? Okay. Yes, it's called blackmail. Oh, the title, the title of the next issue is called blackmail. So yeah, I think you're onto so, something. Yeah. Uh, even if Definitely. it's not, even Definitely. if they're not blackmailing her, we did talk about how there was other opportunities to blackmail others, right? Like, like they, there's a lot of opportunities to blackmail others from previous issues. So I'm just curious, like, like, um, I'm, uh, do you guys think we're gonna get to a point soon within the next couple of issues where the world is going to know who Marshall and Nathan are? Do you guys think it'll get there? 
that's that's a good one. I'm I'm curious, like because that just happened to Bibi, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and I know for me personally, like I've been curious about this Radiant Black Twenty One cover. Like, I it might just be for the cool cover, but sh- having them both with the Radiant Black costume mm-hmm. on, right? Um, so I Plus, I don't wasn't know. Wasn't that an earlier cover and they switched it, right? This it was, yeah. That, that that's the one I got turned into a phone case. That's like one yeah. of my favorite freaking covers. That thing's beautiful. That cover. thing's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I um yeah, I'm really curious about that. Um, but no, yeah, I think yeah, you might be onto something for sure. Or maybe Marshall and Nathan have during each other, blackmail the radio black, you know, maybe they're fighting with each other and like they know shit about each other and things maybe get heated and they're not on the same page. I don't know if we're going yeah. towards that because we seem to be that, but there's a lot of there's a yeah. lot of stuff in the universe that could lead towards the quote unquote blackmail or who even knows? Maybe maybe Marshall's gonna Marshall and Nathan are gonna start like a weekly uh, a weekly email newsletter or something like that too. I mean, that is know. the name of the letters. Yeah, that's what I mean. yeah. the, the, the 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 page at the end with the garage where they put the robot in the garage. Do you think that's like one hundred? I I told you guys what I think that that's gonna come back to bite them in the ass. Do you agree yeah. or disagree? Yeah. yeah. I, yes. I, I believe it. That's definitely not a good idea. They should have no. dropped that to the ocean. They should have like asked Satomi to like mold some lava shit around it or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. like, like this is sketchy. You know, that's why yeah. I'm like that's why I'm thinking like identity and stuff, because I'm like they literally have the tech in their backyard at this point, you know? Is this Marshall's house? I think so. Does Marshall have a fucking house? Like in what world they yeah. broke? <laughs> did we not notice this? You thought we wouldn't yeah. notice, but we did. He's got a fucking house. Okay. Yeah. Like, exactly. That must have been a lot of bath bombs to pay for that one. A lot of bath bombs. I mean, maybe for a cheap price because there's always kids like shit talking to you as you smoke on the deck, but who even knows? Like, I don't know. But yeah, the garage, that's definitely come back to bite them because, like, what stays in the garage, you know, what you put in the garage doesn't stay in the garage always. So, yeah. Yeah. This was, I really enjoyed this issue overall. I thought this was just like, you know, it's 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 elevating. We're clearly it's setting up the catalyst war, and it's just it's everything you want out of Radiant Black, to be honest. I know some people said there was a bit much comedy. I personally didn't feel that way. I loved it. I thought it was good to balance out a lot of the emotions and the seriousness with some levity. I loved it. You guys, what do you think? Yeah, it was awesome. The last issue left us on a cliffhanger, and this issue definitely delivered. Yeah. I appreciated the pace, right? Like it's been mm-hmm. a while of like world building and stuff like that, and it's very necessary. But it's nice to have that pace and get the, the gang back together for some, uh, you know, a lot of fun moments in this. And I liked it. And it, in the binge, this will be a nice, quick issue to like read through and then get you hyped up for more Robot Wars. Yeah, a lot of cool moments with the yeah, just radiant powers we haven't seen before. Freaking cool robot action here. So yeah, what's what's not to like really? Um, but no, we we learned some more stuff. I I like kind of how it how this led into radiant pink. Um, so I I I also really enjoyed that setup and uh, yeah, can't wait to can't wait to see for that that next one. And we and I I just also want to say this shirt they released uh, this month too is freaking awesome. I, I love. Oh that, yeah. But, I cover B. Yeah, good call. Yeah, I, I I I I want to say before we end it, obviously this episode will cover the quick Marshall School of Business, which uh, was by writer Salvatore Vivencio, who by the way followed the podcast like like right after this issue came out. Just saying. So. <laughs> and so, so if you're gonna say something, I'm just kidding. Uh, artist Nicolo Lapi, who I believe is is uh, Erica Dorso's partner. So it's really cool to see him. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, and then letter of course Becca Carey. Well, I thought this was a strange, like, Marshall School of Business, just because tonally, like, it was very different from some of 
Like, I felt like he was completely... Marshall with a gun. Like, he's, like, yeah. Gatlin people in the streets. <laughs> but the like, hook was really good. I did, yeah. like, the hook yeah. packed a punch. It was good. And, I, you know, and there are stereotypes. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, there's merit here. I just found, like, Marshall was, like, weird in this. And, like, the first yeah. he's got the freaking Rick and Morty lips going. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he does. He does. yeah. <laughs> Fucking awesome! In that last panel too, just a fucking white face too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Rick and Morty lips again. That that that. I'm yeah. Funny. It's art. It's gonna affect someone differently who's you know like it, you know right. And like I'm not complaining. I'm not saying I never want to see anything they do again. I'm just saying like th- that's the taste I had in my mouth when I read it, and I think about it a lot. So yeah, and I'm not saying don't create art ever again. That's the thing about art is it invokes an emotion in you. If it doesn't, if I just flipped through this and forgot about it. It would be, you know, probably, you know, it'd actually be something to to be to take umbrage with. So that's my several cents. Looking forward to more Marshall School of Business always. Before we end this episode, we just want to say there's actually a huge announcement this week that we were going to mention at the beginning, but we were so excited to talk about Radiant Black that we saved it for the end. So Gizmodo just came out with this amazing article written by James Whitbrook that says Patton Oswalt and Ra- Rachel Leigh Cook are heading into a world of superhero noir in no one. Radiant Black has become a smash hit for Image Comics, now playing host to a whole rainbow of radiant heroes and villains. But its next big thing isn't bright lights and big superheroes. It's a multimedia thriller about murder in a world of heroes. And io9 has your first details, so check that out. The ace edition to the Masterverse series is No One, a 10-part thriller penned by Radiant Black's Kyle Higgins and former Detective Comics uh, scribe Brian Buccelletto. With art from Nightwing's Geraldo Borges and colors from Mark Engler. Set in Pittsburgh during the wake of a gruesomely public spate of killings known as the Richard Rowe Murders, no one follows the tumultuous ramifications of the murders that has birthed a new political movement, copycat killings, and Pittsburgh's own vigilante hero, the titular No One, a new mass mystery promising to get justice against the elite at any cost. Accompanying, accompanying the new 10-issue comic will be a monthly podcast series called Who is No One? An in-universe true crime podcast with a superhero twist starring Rachel Leigh Cook and Patton Oswalt. As Pittsburgh Ledger reporter Julia Page explores the mystery behind the city's new uh, vigilante. So there's a preview and the podcast will release alongside issues of No One itself over 2023. So every issue comes up with an episode and it is produced and directed by Higgins, who, if you know, of course, was a sound editor at first. So I'm very excited to hear this podcast. It will feature both original art from England and music from Spectacular Spider-Man and Batman Beyond's Emmy-winning composer Christopher Carter. In 2011, I quit my job as a sound editor to write Batman, Nightwing, and Deathstroke for DC Comics. Now, 12 years later, I could not be more excited to return to old roots for my next series in the Massiverse, Higgins said in a statement provided to io9. Brian, Geraldo, and I, along with a host of wonderful collaborators, will be exploring the issues of our times across the mediums of our times. The news, political, and entertainment cycles that dominate so much of our lives. This is our ultra-contemporary take on an urban vigilante. Similar to Radiant Black, we're excited to push the boundaries on what a modern superhero experience can be. So there's a little bit more to Arco. I won't read it. Check it out. But what I will say is that the book releases March 15, 2023. Um, they've showcased some covers. There's like four or five covers, including one by the incredible Tom Whalen, who we love, of course, here. And there's another an incredible one by uh, by Goni Montez. There's a beautiful cover with Rainy Black and the one by Geraldo Borges. And 
There's just so many. I don't remember all of them. But the Tom Boylan one I remember because <laughs> we love those van- the Helmet variants. Oh, and there's a cover by uh, really, really cool, uh, uh, almost like a title card from, from BTAS style-wise. Just like, I don't know, I love a classic style cover by Mark Engler. So is that they do have like three or four preview pages. And uh, yeah, how excited were you guys when you heard this news? I think it's pretty sweet. Like Kyle taking on this medium, like a you know professional space. I mean, it's night nice. podcasting is like most of it. It's done by people that don't you know kind of just like start from like the roots, right? Like they just start turn on the camera, turn, get a, get whatever mic you can. But with a professional in the setting, with like a scripted kind of thing to it, I think this could be really amazing. I haven't really listened to podcasts with like a narrative focus. This will be the first, but I'm really excited to see where we take it and to have it be a part of the massiverse is even better. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm not really into, or I've never really listened to uh, narrative focused podcasts either. But best believe I'm going to be tuning into this. Patton Oswalt yeah. and Rachel Lake. I know, I know, I know. Matt like sharted a little bit when he saw Patton. <laughs> yeah, that's bit. that's huge. Yeah, no, that's that's honestly huge. This was this was just like so un like out of the blue like i think like the timing i don't know for me personally like i just wasn't expecting something like this big kind of just to end the year like this um but no this was just like awesome like all the covers we got the design of the character was freaking like just incredible he was he was the cardboard cutout we saw earlier right yeah yeah like um Mm -hmm back a while ago so no just just really really excited and and curious like uh like higgins himself says like a 10 issue crime uh superior experience with an emphasis on experience it's like he's been doing that this whole time so like just emphasizing that like i'm just like holy crap like i i just yeah Mm -hmm. i'm excited for it and uh yeah i love podcasts and listen to them all day during work so yeah it's uh gonna be gonna be super exciting and uh yeah i'm i'm curious how they're gonna kind of connect because i I think he also said the comics um like are actually each issue takes place on the date that it hits shelves right Uh, oh shit this which is a very cool touch i think this could be hella clever like they could be stuff like oh invest you could even give hints in the podcast about stuff people might miss in the comic right like oh panel whatever yeah possibilities are are plentiful here yeah yeah for sure but yeah, yeah, super, super excited, and uh, yeah, can't wait to can't wait to see that. Um, like yeah, kind of, kind of just uh, like the ma- the massiverse. Like a- every book's a little different, so th- this one, this one again, um, we don't really have a have like a crime noir. So can't wait to see this, and yeah, uh, um, Geraldo Borges or um, like he uh, does awesome work on Nightwing lately, and uh, yeah, no, he's he's been he's been awesome, like all, all his work and everything. So excited to have him him more in the Massiverse. Yeah, and if we, it's my what it would be amazing if we get Patton or other other people working on this on the show. Patton's, you know, I've been watching him since like King of Queens and stuff like that. I just. Uh, really like his work he's like a nerd's nerd he's writing comics himself this isn't like some celebrity they got to pop in to do like a cameo and be like oh yeah i love comics it's, this is a guy who loves comics he's pip the troll in the mcu if, if anyone wants to touch the eternals again he's you know it's it's he's a talented dude so it'd be cool to have him on or uh higgins or basoodle or everybody involved in this it's always an open invitation yeah. to get them on because it's always nice to hear from the creators themselves 
I think it's time to get Basudo back on. To be honest, I just I, I've just been, I've been thinking back to the time we had him on. I, I really enjoyed talking to him. It was a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, he's 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 just awesome. And I kept thinking about like because we were making a video about uh, one of the mass some of the massiverse creators and and we wanted to make I like, I thought about making one for Michael because but like you know given what he said he's like I doesn't like to be in the spotlight and all that but like it is he's so important to all of this yeah. And, I, I say that as a consumer, and I say that as someone who, 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 you know, who's been reading comics for years and years and years, is beginning to understand some behind-the-scenes stuff from talking to people who are involved, uh, both at the comic shop level and at the industry level, like from creating comic books. And it's it's really interesting because if you look at other interviews before, and I have I have these screenshots because because I'm fucking weird, okay? But 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 like I have these screenshots of. Uh, interviews for example i have a screenshot from an interview where someone was and it's a written interview so it's text it's on a website where someone was asking kyle about one of the upcoming books i believe it's like something like super massive something like that and they were asking him like how do you keep all the like how do you manage to do all this stuff like there's just so much going on at once and he's like michael that's what that's the secret weapon he said michael is the secret weapon and then there's another one an interview and this one's audio so this is recording and kyle's talking and someone asked a similar question, like, how do you keep in, like, have, this, all these things organized? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot going on. There's a language. And then he's like, Michael is the key verbatim. He said that. So I just, I don't want to underscore Michael's involvement in this. I know editors usually get overlooked in books or they're, they're like one of those unspoken benefactors who get the, the, the flack. I guess they're not benefactors, but more so they just get the flack, you know, when like a title's bad in Marvel, DC, if they don't want to shit on the writer, they're like editor, be like, oh, this editor is doing a poor job on this type. Like, no, I mean, he, he's kind of like the backbone, right? He's like those yeah. amazing image spines that you see that all line up nicely on your shelf. Like, oh, he's yeah. kind of like keeping the framework of it and making sure that, you know, all that content is in the right vessel and I comes out on time. You have to be good at your job if someone wants to hire you despite like a literal, like the biggest time difference possible, probably. So, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm yeah, saying. that's and true. Like, yeah, like you have to be good. Plus, you look, you think about like his knowledge uh, as of Power Rangers, Tokusatsu, and all that stuff. Like he he does have a good uh, perspective to be somewhat like a, to, I guess in, the, in, the, in that in that role to be an editor and somewhat. So, yeah, I've been like I said, I've been enjoying uh, everything that he's done. Uh, all the books he's working on as an editor and i do love like you mentioned those spines that synchronicity that's just yeah. beautiful that's, those are the things that truly they don't really have to do but the the people who care who want to give you that extra uh bit of experience that extra like quality they, they go out mm-hmm. of their way and i appreciate that also i'd love to get becca on here too because becca's like yeah. the lettering the work she, she does is like not to be understated like she's great and i haven't seen her in interview so it'd be cool if she wanted to pop on I, I just I, is she I think she's Irish and I think she lives in Ireland so we'd have to figure out that time it's difference. Another time difference. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I think so. I think I'm not it's, 100% sure. It's I'm not, not sure. that bad. I think. No, it's, it's not. It's not that bad. It's much more manageable than in Australia, for example. But uh, but Michael made that happen. That's the crazy part. Like he, he's like, oh yeah, that'll be boarding for me, no problem. And it was just like, oh okay. <laughs> it's just like, wow. But um, anyway. I think that's everything for for this week's episode. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to add for Radiant Black? No, I just want to say happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy yourself during the holiday season. And if you're alone during the holidays, hey, a lot of people Read are Read Radiant Black. Read the Massiverse. <laughs> well, yeah. Read the Massiverse if you're alone. Then you won't really be alone. Or just get a bath bomb. Maybe there's a Radiant inside. It's true. Hey, but yeah, yeah, it's a good enjoy excuse. Enjoy a bath bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also. 
we we are having for only discords if you know discord there is a, a cool giveaway i'm not going to reveal more it's a little bit of a of a like a scavenger hunt giveaway kind of not really just look and you'll find it it's not me um, as your manservant for a month so don't even <laughs> think about it and uh, i i do want to say that we do have one more trade paperback coming out oh is it brand red already released I think Radiant Red did release it. No? I think Red's out. Leaves. Yeah, Red's out. Yeah, okay. Still carries the prison. The book is week out. the week before. Mm. Okay, so Radiant Red's out there. If you want to check out Radiant Red, I highly, highly recommend checking it out. So go check out Radiant Red. And um, yeah, no one. Very excited. Let us know what you think. You can uh, find us at Radiant Black Pod on Twitter. You know, message us, get in touch with the community, everything. We love talking Masterverse with everybody. Give us a follow. Check out our YouTube as well. We're on YouTube uh, at Radiant Black Pod at the Radiant Black Podcast, and we're almost at 150 subscribers, so that's a cool little milestone. Uh, we also have Patreon for Radiant Black Podcast, and we want to thank, of course, our patron uh, patrons for their support and enabling us to do this. Thank you, Patrick and Noah. Uh, we actually came up with something fun, a uh, fun little Christmas thumbnail, and. You'll see it by the time this episode is out. So Merry Christmas from everyone at the Radiant Black Podcast. And have a wonderful holiday. Stay radiant.